pretty for a big girl. I'm pretty, period. Period. Hey, what's going on, y'all? Thank you all for tuning in with the Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine podcast. I am Sunshine, a.k.a. April Benai Sunshine. And I'm bringing you the uncensored, uncut adult conversation you can sip to. Hey, hey, hey. You know what? I've just been on this creative flow, so I wanted to drop another episode um, that is not via Facebook. I love my Facebook family and my Facebook friends, but right now I'm talking to my streaming audience, talking to my SoundCloud people, talking to my Apple Podcast people, I'm talking to my Google Play, Spotify, talking to y'all. Thank y'all so much for subscribing and listening. Check this out. I want to say that I appreciate you listening, and I cannot do this show without you guys. So if you would like to showcase your business, you'd like for us to talk about your business on the show, or you need any social media advertising, please email us at teawhiskeyandsunshine at gmail.com. Again, that's teawhiskeyandsunshine at gmail.com. And we can give you more information in regards to doing so. Yes, yes. So again, I'm your girl April Bonet Sunshine, and this is DT and Whiskey with Sunshine podcast. Thank you for tuning in. So yeah, I started out the uh, situation with, uh, I'm not pretty for a big girl. I'm pretty, period. First of all, I want to address something to my listening audience. Now, my Facebook people know, because I do the, the show live every Wednesday on Facebook Live at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. But something I want to lay on y'all's hearts. Well, whatever you want to call it. I'm a big girl, okay? I'm juicy, honey. Juicy. Let me look up another word for juicy, because I don't like using the word fat. But some people love using the word fat. They love using the word obese. They love using those ugly terms, but I'm telling you today, I am juicy, and I'm going to tell you another word, some more words for the word juicy. Juicy, full of juice, succulent, Um, synonyms, succulent, tender, moist. Um, Another word, like juicy as in gossip, um, um, intriguing, um, sensual, thrilling, exciting, fascinating, colorful, entertaining, but back to its original meaning, succulent, tender, moist, moist, ripe, luscious, lush, mellow. Everybody loves a juicy steak. I don't know about you, but I don't like my meat dry. I like my meat juicy. <laughs> yes, I like my water wet. And um, I'm sorry, even though water does not have its skin, it's still juicy. <laughs> it quenches a thirst. I don't care what you have. When it has juice, it definitely quenches something. Nobody likes a dry piece of chicken. Nobody likes a dry piece of fruit unless it's dried, like dehydrated, dehydrated within itself like a fruit roll-up or something. But yeah, so when I actually took the time out to find out my favorite word for what I describe myself, which is juicy, 
and I saw all those different synonyms. I was like, you know what? There's more to it than this, okay? There's more to it than this. And I think it's so interesting how for so many years growing up, I've always been a juicy girl, never been skinty. Um, and I grew up in a situation to where I really thought that if I was skinny or whatever society considered as a reasonable size, that all of my problems would just go away. Seriously, I literally thought that all of my problems would go away if I would just lose some fucking weight. I really did. I got teased a lot in school, picked on, overlooked by the boys. Um, it was hard to find clothes growing up. Like, I've always shopped at Lane Bryant. <laughs> you know, like, damn, you know? I've never been a skinny girl. And I used to think that I was cursed. Like, God, you cursed me. You cursed me. Not only am I fat, but I'm also black too. This is some bullshit. That's just how I really thought growing up. Because in society, you know, being black in most people's cultures is just not the thing to be at all. Now, keep in mind, I love being black. I am unapologetically black in every sense of the word and the phrase. But I'm just talking about, you know, my upbringing and growing up and how I perceive myself because of how society perceived me. Uh, based upon how my peers perceived me. And it's fucking crazy. I grew up with so much, you know, low self-esteem. You know, because nobody raised me up. I mean, keep in mind, you know, I had family. And, you know, I had my mom and dad. You know, they love me, you know. But, I mean, even at the end of the day, I love my dad to pieces. My dad is, like, the most amazing man that I could have ever met in life. But he was like one of the first ones to drop those seeds. You know, he would tell people at his job. <laughs> I can laugh about it now because he ain't know any better. But he was enabling the problem. But needless to say, he would tell the people at his job, I got somebody at home this tall, pretty much like, you know how you raise your hand to the floor. He would raise his hand to the floor to maybe like a little bit right below his, right, right above his knee. I got somebody this tall and this wide at home. <laughs> and he would like stretch his arms out as far as they can go. You know, and people would say, you know, because, but the reason he would say that is because people would always ask him, hey, you know, Mr. C, why you do what you do? He said, because I got somebody this tall and this wide at home I'm taking care of, you know. And that was his way of, of showing love. That he loved this little fat baby. And that's cool. But, you know, I didn't feel good hearing that shit. That shit didn't make me feel good. All I heard was you describing this goddamn monster you got to take care of. You know? <coughs> Y'all, excuse me, I'm still getting over this nasty bug that I had. So, um, but yeah, those are some things that I had to, to really look at and, and, and grow up with. And it was, especially in school, y'all, it was so hard in school. Being teased and picked on, called fat. Some of my nicknames in school was Chunky A, uh, Big Chunky A, Chunky uh, A. <laughs> so it's like, I just always had a nickname. It was always something. And I used to laugh and smile. But the more I offended myself, the worse it got. 
you know, because I can defend, I can defend myself. But at the end of the day, they were right. I was fat. You know, <laughs> I was fat. It would be different if you tell me I'm fat and I'm a size two. Yeah, I could say, bitch, no, I'm not. Fuck you. I can say that. But I couldn't say that because I really was fat. And what? Nothing I could do about it but, you know, take the time to lose the weight. And I grew up in a home where every meal was Sunday dinner. Every meal had gravy. It was it was submerged in some kind of sauce. Every meal was juicy. Okay, I never had no dry piece of chicken in my house. We never had dry steak in my house. We never had a dry pork chop in my house. You know? All the food was good where I'm from. Bet that. <laughs> Even to this day, I can cook something. And I've never cooked it a day in my life. It's going to turn out amazing. Because why? We likes to eat around these pots. And, um... Growing up in the South, you know, that's what everything is fried and laid to the side and then smothered, you know, served over a bed of rice, meaty potatoes. The potato was the vegetable, okay? Your sides were carbs, macaroni and cheese, beans, cornbread. And then if you did have some sort of a roughage, it was greens. It was definitely boiled in some kind of uh, pig fat, which would be considered um, a hog maw, or it would even be considered um, a ham hock, some fat back with some hot sauce, you know. So that was the only green you had. Salad, salad. Well, you know what? We did have salads when I was growing up in my house. If we had a salad, that salad was the bomb. We had croutons, bacon bits, drenched in. Dressing, you know, iceberg lettuce, not romaine, iceberg lettuce, chunks of meat. Man, the salads we had in my house, you can get you a piece of bread and sop it up with, okay? <laughs> we ain't good in my house, okay? So, you know, that was a norm for me. So, trying to go on diets in my house was like punishment. Like, what did I fucking do? Why? Are we, like, eating this shit? What What did I do wrong? What, what did I do? What happened? Like, I won't do it again. Just please bring back the gravy. Uh -huh. <laughs> but I'm being comical, but y'all, I'm so serious. And so when you hear the terms fat bitch or uh, fat hoe or black ass bitch or... Um, Nasty, fat ass, you know, that, that shit, at the end of the day, that shit still hurts, you know, and, and, and we have this amazing plus size movement going on where you have plus size agencies and you have women who are standing up, loving their curves and it's amazing and I love it. But even right now, the plus size modeling industry, if you look at the plus size models, on the on the covers of different um places like Torrid and Lane Bryan and the Avenue. Majority of them damn models are size 14s. Who the fuck said plus size starts at size 10? That's fuckery. I ain't never been no size 10. And if I was a size 10, bitch you would never tell me shit. But even in that particular aspect, 
the plus size women in the catalog. They have no stomachs. Their arms are toned, okay? Faces smooth. Probably Photoshop. Waist is cinch. Like the real big girls I know, like myself. Um, we're not that solid and our bellies are not that flat. Hello, the fupa is real. And hell, even you put your spikes on, the fupa is still real. The fupa turned into a fucking bowling ball. Okay? So, it just trips me out. Talking about she big, but she's so fucking pretty. Why, why they gotta be a butt? Why does it have to be a butt? And, uh, and it's, it's just crazy. And, you know, I be on Instagram and I look at all these beautiful BBW women or whatever, showing their bad, their body, showing all their roles. Like, they be giving great quotes like, you define your beauty. That's not a power anyone can have over you. And I love that shit. That is fucking amazing. But, um, <clears throat> what scares me is a lot of these people that follow these big girls on Instagram and different social medias. Is it a fucking fetish? Is it a fucking freak show to you? Or are you really and truly appreciating this woman for appreciating and loving her confidence? You know what I'm saying? It's like, I've had so many horror stories where I, even growing up, there would be a guy, he was like, oh, I want to get to know you, I want to talk to you. I would get love letters, notes, all of that. And then... When we're face to face, he don't know who the fuck I am. He don't know anything. He don't know. He like he don't know who I am. He'll pass right by me. He won't speak to me. But then when we're in private, or he'll call me on the phone. Oh, I'm sorry. Or I'm saying, uh, I didn't see you. Or oh, I was so busy. I had to get right to go. Which, which is was bullshit. You just didn't want to be seen with me in public. So you had those guys out there that just did not want to acknowledge, or because they were concerned about what their friends thought. Or what their family thought because they didn't want to be seen around a plus-size woman. That's, that's what they really prefer anyway. I can't tell y'all how many men I have met in my life that adored and, and like really wanted to lick my fucking dirty drawers. But because they were so concerned about their own self-image. Their own insecurity was being around a big girl. Which just blew me away. Which, again... Lowers your self-esteem even more. And so, I want to dedicate the show today for all of my big girls. All my juicy girls. All my fat-ass bitches out there that you feel like you're really sick and tired of the games. You're sick and tired of the bullshit. You're sick and tired of men wanting to love you late at night. They'll call you at 2 in the morning. Or they'll make plans with you to do something with you around 11 o'clock at night. So he won't be seen in public around you. All of that shit. This is for y'all. Stop that shit. Stop it. Stop enabling the undercover fuckery. It is up to us to stop the undercover fuckery. Motherfucker, if you can't love me in the light, don't fucking love me at night. Bet that. Real talk. Um, It was laid on my heart to talk about this because... This is some shit that I had to deal with. And I really wish that there were people who helped me out when I was growing up as a young fat girl, as a young juicy girl. Um, 
You don't have to deal with that shit. And it's it's really fucked up. And and I want to also talk to the undercover lovers out there. Y'all need to stop this fuckery. Okay? Um, first and foremost, get out them goddamn groups. Get out those goddamn chats. Talking and, and get out of your fetishes and stuff. Because if you can't accept a big girl in public, why if why you fucking with her in private? That shit is just not cool. It's not cool. And baby girl, please stop enabling these assholes and raise yourself up and know that you deserve to be with somebody who can love you in the spotlight and not at night where everybody fast asleep. It's fucked up, but it's real talk. Um, and this is probably just a rant, an ongoing rant, a rant, but it's just something I've laid on my heart to discuss because it's a fucking trip. And it's like, I thought this shit would go away when I became an adult. It doesn't. This shit is forever going. It's forever going. And it's fucking crazy. It really is. And, I mean, I look at all these um, these wonderful and amazing quotes. And it's like, I wish this shit was around when I was a girl. When I was growing up. You are not, you are not fat. You have fat. You have also, you also have fingernails. You are not a fingernail. Okay. I get it. Big girl pride. Because good things don't only come in small packages. I love it. My fat back is the is the shit. Baby, let me tell you something. If you don't have no fat back in them greens, don't eat them. Everybody need a little fat back in their life, okay? I mean, I just see all these amazing quotes. I'm proud of my body. I'm finally in a good place and learning to love me for me and not somebody else's standards. I think it's amazing. I love these quotes. They're everything. And, you know, me being who I am, I want to be able to live my truth. You know, I have insecurities. I have major insecurities. I do. Like, I still have issues with my weight. I have lost quite a bit of weight. I'm doing a little moving around, y'all. So I'm still here. But I have... I have always had an issue with my weight. Even to this day. I have lost... A hundred pounds. And I've kept it off for um, at least about a good four or four years. About four or five years. And I'm still not where I want to be. Because I feel, I, I still, at the end of the day, feel like if I was that size 10 or 12, my life would be better. But when I lost a hundred pounds, nothing changed. I mean, you know what? Yes, it did. A lot of things changed. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, when I lost a hundred pounds, I got so much more attention from men and I'm still fat, you know, I'm still juicy, you know, but I got so much more attention. I can't tell you how many doors have opened up for me. And I don't mean as far as opportunities. I mean, that happened too, but I'm talking about, I can go to the gas station and go, you know, inside to pay for my gas. And before I get to the damn door, the door has been opened for me. That shouldn't happen to me 100 pounds ago. It did not. Um, I can go um, anywhere. Okay? And if I just give one good smile, I'll get whatever the fuck I want. 
And I'm like, this is wow. But I didn't get this shit 100 pounds ago. Hell no. Doors stand in the face. People are so fucking, especially men. Men are so disrespectful to fat bitches. Men, they are so fucking disrespectful. And, 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 and you're supposed to walk in this life and feel like you're supposed to, oh, I am somebody. And, you know, build your confidence up and don't let nobody tear you down. And all that shit. And every fucking day a door is down to your face because of how the fuck you look. Like, seriously. Like, how does somebody go through life trying to have a positive attitude when you got to lose 100 pounds just to be treated like a normal human being? That's fucked up. I can only imagine how I would be treated if my pigmentation was a little bit lighter. Holy shit. <laughs> like, damn. But it blows me away how I was treated so differently after I lost 100 pounds. I got angry, y'all. I got so upset. I was so upset. After a while, I was like, I didn't, at first I didn't realize it. I was like, oh, oh, thank you. I'm, thinking, I'm trying to think, what did I do to deserve this? Or, you know, I, I used to look behind me to see if somebody else was coming behind me. You know, they trying to hold the door for somebody else. They were holding it for me, and it blew me away. Blew me a fucking away. <coughs> Sorry, y'all. Um. It blew me away that it took a hundred pounds to to become off to be treated like a human being. And I used to get so upset and I would cry. And I'm like, really, this is what this world is about? This is how this world is. This is what it's about. Like it's so fucked up. The only man in my before my husband. And before any few good men that I did date that did not mind being in my presence publicly but the number of the, the man who to this day will open the door for me i don't care how old he get is my dad that is one thing my daddy always taught me he, he didn't teach me by telling me he did it by showing me i don't care where we were my daddy always held the door for me my daddy watched with a cane and he was still open the damn door for me <laughs> i love him for that you know but even growing up, my dad would say, baby girl, I love you. We got to get this weight off you so we can get you married off. I used to hear that shit. And the thing is, I don't want to say that my dad was trying to be mean or harsh. I believe it was coming from a loving place. I do. But he just, but the thing is, you kept giving me seconds and thirds though. But anyway, <laughs> um, I dated a few guys that um, were into big girls, but one of, there were a few that actually would, would fuck with me in public, but they wouldn't commit to me. <laughs> we, they would date me. They would take me out, but they would not commit to me. It wouldn't be exclusive at all. And, um, uh, when I met my husband, he changed the game for me and I gave him hell because I was so used to being treated like a second-class citizen. I was so used to being treated as the side bitch. 
I was so used to being treated that way, and he showed me something different. He was like, I'm here for you. You sexy. You gorgeous. I'm like, who the fuck you talking to? Who? Me? Like, you're gorgeous. You're beautiful. What do you mean? You are so fucking sexy. And I'm like, this nigga just wants some pussy. He just wants some pussy. <laughs> but it wasn't the case. Like, he really, really loved me. And sometimes it's still hard to understand why. You know, all I can say is that the love that my husband gives me, it reminds me of the love that God gives to us. We cannot explain God's love. We just cannot explain it. But it's there. And it's given freely, and it's up to us to receive. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm grateful for that. So, but, you know, and I, I think it's really interesting how this world treats plus-size people. It's very cruel. Very, very cruel. Like, it's like they look at you and it's like, oh, my God. Like, it's like, oh, this is grotesque. You know, and it's really fucked up because I don't care how skinny you are. Some of y'all motherfuckers is ugly as shit. Okay, there's some ugly skinny people out there. You could be fine as you think you are, but you are ugly on the outside as well as the inside. But I just want to encourage all of my big girls out there today that um, you can have whatever you want in this life. You want a good person, a good man, or a good woman to treat you. The way you ought to be treated and look at you beyond your exterior, it's out there. It's out there. It's about knowing your worth and knowing what you deserve. You know, I still have my issues. I still have my shortcomings. I still have my insecurities. But one thing I know is I don't settle for no bullshit. Not anymore. I used to settle for the bullshit. I don't do it anymore. I don't. I don't. And um, one way you can detect if a guy is really into you or if it's just a fucking fetish, if all he talks about is sex and smacking your thighs and putting his face here and putting his face there. and Everything is sexual. There's no actual intellectual conversation. Um, there's no actual... Um, Making plans to do something together besides have sex. Yeah. Um, there's actual, like, or there's an actual date happening. There's actual conversation, and it's not sexual. That's how you know. But if it's always sex, he ain't shit. He ain't shit. Um... Another way for you to detect if a guy is really into you and you a big girl, if he just fucking let you know. He's, I mean, because that's how men are, period. Men are going to tell you. They're going to let you know what they want. They're going to be persistent. They're going to come out and tell you. Any man that can't come out and tell you what the hell he want, he don't want it. <laughs> that's just how I see it. That is how I fucking see it. That's how I've seen it and that's how it is. He don't come out and tell you he want it. He don't. He don't come out and tell you he really want to be with you to be with you. He don't. And that's as simple as that. Um, another thing is just, just know your worth. And if you don't know what your worth is, find out. 
Find out what your worth is. Find out what your likes and dislikes are. Find out what you want. Find out what you need. Find out what it is that makes you tick. Find out what it is that if you cannot have it, you just can't live this life. You know? I'm going to read y'all this. It's called Know Your Worth by Mark Kirchhoff. When someone treats you like you're just one of many options, help them narrow their choice by removing yourself from the equation. Checkmate, okay? Sometimes you have to try not to care. Ooh, that's real. No matter how much you do. Oh my God, that's so real. Repeat that one more time. Sometimes you have to try not to care, no matter how much you do. Because sometimes you can mean almost nothing to someone who means so much to you. It's not pride. It's self-respect. Don't expect to see positive changes in your life if you surround yourself with negative people. Oh, this is preaching to me. Don't give part-time people a full-time position in your life. Jeez, this is teaching us today. Come through, fam. Yes, yes. I'm 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 gonna repeat that. Do not give part-time people a full-time position in your life. Know your value and what you have to offer. And never settle for anything less than what you deserve. What do you deserve, baby girls? You deserve the best. Like I said, everybody, nobody wants a dry steak. Nobody wants a dry piece of chicken. Okay? <laughs> and what are we? Juicy. Bet that, honey. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Know your worth. Know your value. So you don't accept less than you deserve. Know your worth. Work hard. Stay motivated and kick ass. Okay? I'm telling y'all. Being a big girl in this world is hard. It is hard. Every day you have to get up and tell yourself. Every day I am beautiful. I am worth it. I deserve nothing but the best. You know, I can still get up in the morning. I can still get up to get ready to go somewhere. And I have a lot of clothes in my closet. And I can still look in that closet and feel just so ugly. Like, everything I put on is just ugly. But I have to remind myself, I am beautiful. I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am special. I deserve the best. And even if... I'm not giving myself the best. I need to push myself to do so. I have to be able to give myself the best first before I can demand it from anybody else. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? So you have to give yourself the best pep talks. Give yourself the best, the best love. Look yourself in the mirror every day and tell yourself how much you love yourself, how much you are valuable. Love yourself. Be clear on how you want to be treated. Know your worth, always. 
Be clear on how you want to be treated. How you want to be treated. You have to make these bylaws to for yourself, to yourself, with yourself first before you can demand it on anybody else. How are you treating yourself? Do you get up and just throw on anything? Let all your rolls and stuff show? And don't put no makeup on. Just don't wash your ass. Don't care. Well, guess what? Everybody else going to treat you the same. Just thrown away and, you, and just looking terrible. They're going to treat you terrible and they're going to treat you like garbage. You have to treat yourself right first. Get up. Put on some clothes. Wash your ass. Put some clothes on. Wash your face. Comb your hair. Tell yourself how gorgeous you are. Put on a little makeup. Even if it's just some lip gloss and some mascara. Put it on. And tell yourself how gorgeous you are. Even my, 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 my juicy boys. Tell yourself how handsome you are. Don't let nobody crush your spirit. Because you, you have to first build your spirit up. Don't crush your own spirit. Treat yourself right first. I'm over here preaching. Yay. Yeah, they Jose. <laughs> know your worth. Just know your worth, guys. It's so important that you do that. Be sure of who you are. You know exactly what you have to offer. Make a list of things that you have to offer. Do that. Anyway. <laughs> but make a list of... Oh, I even sound better. Make a list of... Who you are. Make a list of what you deserve. Make a list of what you have to offer. What do I offer? Alright, I'm make I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it here to give you an example. This is what I had to do. I'm making paper and pen. I'm giving y'all time to get yours because we're gonna do some work, y'all. We're gonna do some work. Get your paper and your pen out. I'm gonna write down what do we have to offer. Okay, we're going to start with April Bonet Sunshine first. What's what Sunshine has to offer? First of all, I offer a podcast, <laughs> right? But uh, on a real tip, I offer, me as a person, I offer good advice. I do. I offer shit, great advice, honestly. Um, I offer a positive attitude I give positive vibes off I offer positive vibes I offer um, I offer laughter you're gonna always have joy around me I offer joy let's see I offer I offer love I have so much love to give and I offer I offer great fashion. Like, I'm, I have a great fashion sense. Seriously, I really do, guys. And you see how I'm making this list? Don't I sound arrogant as fuck? <laughs> but that's how you have to get with yourself. Write down what you can offer. What do you offer? What do you offer? What do you offer? Now, so, you know, if you got a job, you know, you got a little coinage, you know, you have a car, you have your own house, you you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, write down what you're offering yourself right now. And if I'm, I'm sure some of y'all can probably, y'all probably still writing 
and thinking as, as I'm talking right now. Write down what you have to offer. Now, you, as you're making that list, look at all that shit on that paper you're writing down. Look at it. And somebody has the audacity to treat me like shit. I let somebody treat me like shit when I give good advice. I give great positive vibes. I give laughter. I give joy. I give love. I give great fashion. I have a podcast. And I'm going to let somebody come in here and treat me like shit. Are you out your goddamn mind? No. Absolutely not. I'm supposed to let somebody treat me like I'm just an option on your damn menu. Uh, no, I think not. Let me help you by removing myself from the fucking equation. One thing you will not do to for me, I don't care who the fuck you are. What you will not make me feel like is a motherfucking option. That you will not make me feel like. I'm either your choice or not. Nah. If I'm not your choice, then I will gladly bow out of a situation. That is one thing I have learned in this life to do. I am not going to stand around and wait for you to handpick me whenever you ready for me. Fuck that. You will not make me feel like I'm some goddamn option. I'm sorry. It ain't happening. If I'm not the one, then I'll, I'll never be the one. That's in any relationship. Relationship, organization, company, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, I will not be a fucking option. No, I am going to be your choice. Period. Well, it looks like sitting up here waiting around to see what you want to do. I did that. I did that. I waited for this one guy for two years plus. And you still couldn't tell me if I was going to be your fucking girlfriend? And I done shared two years of my life with you? I shared, I, I shared a home with you? I shared vehicles with you? I've, I've, I've kept your children? You know, I've, I have helped out your family? And you still know who the fuck I am yet? Oh, Negro, no. Please, don't do it to yourselves, loves. Don't do it to yourselves. And my juicy men, don't let no woman ever make you feel like uh, any type of way. Because guess what? Just because she's showing you interest and she likes you or whatever, and she's not giving you what you need, which that, that attention and and making you feel like a man that you are, stroking your ego, all of that, and also giving back what you put into her. It's always take, 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 take. And she'll never want to say, baby, let me take you out sometime. Or, you know, baby, I bought you this. Or, baby, if you need this, whatever. And it's always whatever you're going to do for me. Drop that bitch. Drop her like a bad habit. Drop her like a hot piece of chicken. <laughs> Drop it. Okay? Seriously. Shit ran me hot. Because it's real in these streets, y'all. It is so real in these streets. People will treat you any kind of way if you allow them to. And that's why it's so important to know how to treat yourself first. Real talk. No, no tea, no shade, no pink lemonade. <laughs> real talk. You have to know how to treat yourself first. Because people will treat you any kind of way if you let them. Love yourself. Be clear on how you want to be treated. How do you want to be treated? Let's make another list, y'all. Okay. We wrote down what we offer. So how do you want to be treated? I want to be treated with dignity. With respect. Love. I want courtesy. 
I want kindness. I want I want uh, good advice. I want someone who's helpful. I want helpfulness. I want some. I want to be treated with uh, with care. Oh, treat me with care. Be careful with me. Even before Cardi B said that shit, be careful what you say to me. Before Sparkle and R. Kelly did it, be careful. I want to be treated with care. Treat me like that damn box that says fragile. Or treat me like that damn box that says keep refrigerated. You know, you can't keep that out too long. You got to make sure you put that in the best climate possible so it won't perish. I want to be treated like that. Now, I'm not saying baby me and make me feel, you know, no. I'm just saying just be careful with me. Don't treat me any kind of way. Don't just throw me anywhere. Don't talk to me any kind of way. Treat me with some respect and love and care. You don't just throw no baby anywhere. You treat a baby with care. You have to pick the baby up at a certain type of way. You got to hold the baby. You got to hold its head because it doesn't have those muscles to hold himself his own head yet. You have to treat a baby with care. You can't, baby can't use the bathroom on its own. You know, you have to change that diaper to prevent diaper rashes. You know, this the, the fundamental shit. We still need that same shit, y'all. Even though we're all grown and we're adults, we still need to be treated with care. And if you don't take the time to care for yourself, won't nobody else do the shit for you either. So, at the end of the day, it's all about self-respect and self-confidence. I'm confident that I washed my ass today. So, therefore, if I sit down and flop, all you're going to smell is sweetness. You're going to smell that soap that I washed my ass. You know what I'm saying? That kind of confidence. I want that. You have to have that kind of confidence when you raise your hands up. You know you know you're not musty because you put on deodorant this morning. I am confident I'm not funky because I washed my ass and I put on my deodorant. And my clothes are clean. They all smell like fabric softener. That's the kind of confidence you should have. Every day and all the time. And it sounds so goofy. And like, who, what is this girl talking about? I'm being real with y'all tonight. Real talk. Real talk. Like, you've got to be careful how you treat yourself. And got to be mindful around about who you have around you and how others treat you as well. Because there's some fuckery going on in these streets, y'all. And you got to be very careful and mindful. And when somebody shows you how they are, believe that shit. All you can do is talk down on me or every time I talk to you about a great idea that I have, you always tell me how negative or how bad it is or why you want to do that. That don't make no sense. Or I want you to be a part of this this project with me. Well, you know, I don't really have the time, but I'll try. Okay, cool. So we start doing the project. Now, all of a sudden, you don't have no time. You can't do this. You can't do that. But you ready to show up for everything else. You make time for everything else. People make time for what they want to make time for. They don't make that they don't want to actually make plans with you to go out and do stuff, then that they let that lets you know where you stand. And guess what? It's okay. Scratch them off, move forward. Just because the person you really want don't want you, it's not the end of the fucking world. It's not. It is so not. Because I have dealt with the heartaches and the heartbreaks I thought I would never get through. And I got through them just fine. I'm good, and to this day I wonder why the hell was I so in love with that? Because the majority of them are still in the same place, or they're in a relationship, and they're going through the same shit they went through with me. They haven't figured it out yet. And that's good, because I've moved on, I've elevated, and I've met the love of my life, and I'm good. Because I stay focused on what the hell I wanted. I wanted somebody to treat me with love, respect, 
uh, courtesy, um, decency, kindness, with care and with love. And I did not stop until I got it. And if I saw that you weren't treating me the way that I wanted to be treated, next, this is not working. And if he said it ain't working for him, okay, I'm not chasing your ass. I'm not finna beg and find out what it is. Sometimes you won't get that closure. Sometimes you will not get the closure you're looking for. And that's okay as well. The closure is the fact that it's just not working out. The closure is there is none. Move on. And that's real talk. I used to be that chick that wanted closure. I want to know why. Why? Why? Why don't you love me? I did everything for you. I sacrificed this for you. I made sure you had this. I made sure you had that. And why? Why? Well, they had enough. You took them to where they wanted to go. Then they found somebody else who can do more than what you can. Point blank, period. <clears throat> that's the real truth. They're done using you. They need somebody else new to use. They take them to the next level. It's what it is. And the truth fucking hurts. But the truth may hurt your eyes. I mean, the truth may hurt, make you cry. But reality will dry your eyes. And the reality is you deserve more. The reality is be sure you know who you are. And you know exactly what you have to offer. Reality is love yourself and be clear on what you want. And how you want to be treated. Reality is, okay, I'm going to read this one more time. When someone treats you like you're just one of many options, help them narrow their choice by removing yourself from the equation. Reality is, sometimes you have to try not to care, no matter how much you do. Reality is, because sometimes you can mean almost nothing to somebody who means so much to you. Reality is, it's not pride, it's self-respect. Reality is, don't expect to see positive changes in your life if you surround yourself with negative people. <clears throat> Reality is, don't give part-time people a full-time position in your life. Reality is, know your value and what you have to offer and never settle for anything less than what you deserve. The truth is, they don't want you. But the reality is what I just said. So, I really hope you guys took this rant and me fussing and cussing to help you guys out because this came from the heart. This was laid in my spirit. I don't know who it's for. I don't care if one person listens to this. I hope it helps that one person. I would like for it to be uh, one million people listen to this and get something out of it. That would be just everything. And I want to speak that into existence. I'm going to speak it into the to the universe. Universe, I want a million people to hear this and know that they are worthy of love. They are worthy of dignity. They are worthy of respect. They are worthy of kindness, help, and love. Especially my juicy girls and my juicy boys. I want you guys to love on yourself. And if it means, you, if it's all about health-wise, then eat better. Take care of yourself. Eat your vegetables. Leave the, the ham hock out the greens. Okay? You can do a turkey. <laughs> but I just want you to love yourselves. I want you to treat yourselves the way you deserve to be treated. Don't wait on nobody else to treat you any way that you think you deserve. Just do it to yourself first. Love you first. And the rest will follow through. 
One thing about Tetris, the game Tetris, is when you try to blend in, you disappear. So I encourage you to keep your individualness, keep your individualism, be you, love you, and everybody else will flow through. Thank you guys for tuning in with the Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine podcast. I am your host, April Bonet Sunshine, and this was the uncensored, uncut adult conversation. You can sip to, sip on that, and you can always email me at tea, whiskey, and sunshine at gmail.com for more talk. If you want to discuss this topic with me, you have any questions, I'll be glad to hear from you. Thank you again for being a part of the Tea and Whiskey family. And you can always listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube. You can always listen to us on um, Apple Podcasts as well as Google Play. Thank you all again. I love you all to pieces. And remember to keep the drama on TV and out of your lives. Over and out for now. Love ya. Yes.